So in yesterday's shir, towards yesterday's daf, we're going to be daf um, tedvav, and in yesterday's shir we ended by the case of mikur, or the the, the case where someone is mafresh of kishu avatichim avatiach, and he finds it's nakur. He found that that there's uh, holes in it, and we said because of the gzera, the small holes side by side, it could be from a nachash, from a snake. It doesn't actually, actually, I don't know if it has to be side by side. It even just has holes in it. The concern is that it is um, maybe it came from a snake, and therefore the gzera mishum sakana. You're not allowed to eat it. And we said that if um, if we don't know when it became perforated, then we say it's truma Why? Because if it was perforated from the beginning, then it's not considered food. And your hafrasha is meaningless because you have to mafresh from, from food to call it truma. <coughs> However, if it happened after the fact, well, then it's fine. When you did hafrasha, it was a good hafrasha, it's truma. So therefore, since you have a safek, then what, what do we say? We say that you have to... Um, um, you have to, again, tr- the first one is considered truma. The Yachsovi truma, you have to do truma, you have to mafresh again. And it's a suffix, which of these two is really considered truma. And that parallels, if you recall, the case of Mishnah. For example, Torem, uh, the Avatiach, meaning Sasaruach, where you did Afrashra on a Avatiach as a melon. And then you found it, uh, that it was spoiled after. You're not sure when it's spoiled. Because if it was spoiled from the outset, then it's not considered truma. But if it's spoiled out after, then it's considered truma. So it was the same resolution. And we said in the Mishnah that truma v'yachzor v'yitrom. Okay? That, again, you have to take another truma. And in the Mishnah dealt with the fact that now you've got two, two items in your hand. You're not sure which is truma. And we had various leniencies in the Mishnah yesterday. So now the Gemara now continues. So a few lines down on Tedvav. What's the difference between this case and the case of Tamil? Now, if you recall, we just said that if it was considered, um, if it was, if, if, uh, if it had holes in it, you, like in other words, we have rechoshesh that a snake may have had from, from the beginning, it's bichlal not considered truma. However, we said before that if someone's mafresh mina, should, shouldn't be mafresh mina tameh la tahor, you shouldn't separate from which is tameh to satisfy the requirements of that which is tahor, but if one did so, then what? We said truma ta truma. So we're trying to understand what the difference is. A coin's not allowed to eat tameh truma. So why is, what's the difference between the case of this melon had holes in it, or, the, or again, another case with the yain that was going to come galui, and the case of Tameh. So the Gemara says, and This is fascinating, uh, meaning Tameh Be'enehu, meaning Tameh is still good of food. However, what do we say? Um, however, we've got to eat, I'll read Rav Chaim, says, gamurhu. It's still considered food. Meaning, when you've got this truma that's Tameh, Yes, it is. It's still considered the, the tame food that you were mafresh in the beginning. It's still considered food. However, you're not allowed to mafresh from a tame lataho. Okay, there's an isur, an external isur. Let's say, the, to use the, the shiva shalashan, let's say the problems on the gabra, not the hefza. However, when you've got the case of Bram Hach and the case of this, um, this avatiach, our reader of Chaim says, Bracha Afarhu, Kevan de Mipnei Sakana, because there's a chashash Mipnei Sakana. We say, no one is allowed to eat it. Tamechul in food, people are allowed to eat. Tamech food, people can eat. It's just Tamechul, there's an Easter of eating that Tamech. Sorry. Can Truma, can a coin eat Tamech food? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure if there's an Easterness. I think I saw something of the Chunsin on this one. I have to get back to you on this one. Right, I mean, there's, there's no prohibition in our Torah necessarily. 
um, because there's, it's not it's not like truma tamer eating it, which is as we said, if it's truma tamer, it's inus asi. But um, I think we'll get to that soon. Um, however, isn't that, um, sorry, isn't that what we're talking about truma tamer? Correct, 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 correct. So, so let, let, let's look at the difference between the cases. Let's just finish. Let's just finish this point. When it comes to sakana, So it says, what's the difference? If you're dealing with food that's uh, that one is not allowed to eat because of sakana, no one's allowed to eat that. No one's allowed to eat food. Therefore, it's considered afar. It's considered like you picked up some soil and said this soil is now trauma. That's why we say in the case where it's mishum sakana, we say that if you mafish, if if you know from the outset that it was already asked mishum sakana, then it's not considered trauma. However, in the case of tamef food, it's still food. The chefza, if you like, is still considered food. There's just a, uh, a isur that sits up on, upon it that says, you know, a mafish ben tamel tahor or a coin that's not allowed to eat such a food. But it doesn't, it's not mashfed like, like afra. It's a din, if you like, in the gavra, in the person, it's an isur to eat such a food as opposed to when we say, the chefza itself is like afra. Okay, that's the way the Gemara is there an act of uh, tomorrow that you can do with the truma? A tumura? You mean, can you redeem truma? Um, firstly, don't use the word tumura because tumura is a bad thing. Tumura is a word that we find in the, word of, in the world of Kodshim, which you can't do. And, and if that's not actually being redeeming, because in the case of tumura, if you say this animal is in place of that animal, actually, both, it first it violate the prohibition of doing tumura and they both right. become Kodshim. I think what you mean is the term podet, podet, like okay. pidyon, can you redeem it? Like you do with Master Shaney, like with Hekdesh, and the answer is no, you can't. When truma doesn't work that way. Yeah, so if, you, if you uh, have inferior truma, and then all of a sudden you come into possession of better fruits, and you want to exchange it and give the coin better fruits, no. can you or not? Once something is truma, it's truma. Once it's truma, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's continue. Rabbi Yaakov says, now, if you recall, this takes us back to the chart I didn't show yesterday. It was on the sheet yesterday, but I'll show it to you now since I made it. But um, we're going to see, uh, we're going to see uh, lots of charts from here on. Okay. Actually, not a lot of them, but a few of them are important. If you recall yesterday, we had Machloka between Rabbi Yishmael Berebi Yossi that said the name of Yossi. So basically, she had Rabbi Yossi on the right-hand side of this chart that says, you can tori min hayana lachometz, aval lamolo min hachometz alayayin. Okay. You know that it mafrish from vinegar on wine. Now, that is because this vinegar is considered subpar. Okay. And then... <clears throat> pardon me, and then, um, but they're still considered the same min, meaning because if one did do so, truma ta truma. However, we saw the Rebbe says you can't mafresh minayayna lachometz and yochometz ayin because they're considered shnei minim hem. They're considered two separate minim. Now, we said in the Mishnah that if someone's torem min ha yayin al ha chometz, uh, sorry, he's from yayin, and then he finds out that it's chometz after the fact. You've got to suffer. When it happens, we say, truma to truma, So that sounds like wichita. It sounds like if we say that we, it gives us suffer, you don't know if it was effective or not. That sounds like who? Well, that's quite clearly, that's shitat. Uh, uh, here we say, Rebbe We're going to switch these two lines in a row. So we start with That is shitat Rebbe here. Our Mishnah must be shitat Rebbe. Because if it wasn't, Meaning, if it was like Rebbe, Rebbe Yossi, then even if you found out after the fact that it was Chometz, it doesn't matter. Because we said it's Imavar, it, Trumata, Truma. Okay, it only works this mission that says the concern is if, it, if you turned out to be Chometz, you're not sure when it happened, you've got the whole issue, is it, you, you're not sure if it was before or after you did that, Prashat, that turned to Chometz. That only makes sense of Kunshit of Rebbe, because Rebbe is the shit that says the Shnei Minimhem, 
and you can't muffish from one on the other, and you'd have to chosar yitrov. So now what the Gemara says is, now we go back up a line. So Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha b'shem Rabbi Yochanan says halachik Rabbi. That we have to chomet yain neshteiminihem. Now, so what the Gemara says is as follows: Rabba bar 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 Kohen by kamein Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi would probably be here. Lo ken amar Rabbi Chia. I was saying, why need to tell us this? Rabbi Chia already said shem Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi bevachav Rav halachas Rabbi. So here I've got a whole chart in terms of halachas like you in the case of the Machloket, as you can see. We're going to build this chart out as we go through the sugya. So if you have a look here in the first line, if, why does it need to tell us that in this Machloket between Rebbe and Rebbe Shmuel, as Rebbe and Rebbe Yossi, if you like, halachas like Rebbe. We've already got a, a simple principle that Rebbe, if there's Machloket between Rebbe and Chavirav, halachas like Rebbe. So why do you need to tell us this? We already knew halacha would be like Rebbe. Similarly, V'am Rabbi Yochanan, feel the Rebbe, etz Rab Lazar Rebbe Shimon. The, it's so strong that halacha, this principle, that even the halacha is like Rebbe, even if he's cholak on Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon. Now, what's the, why, why didn't he tell us even Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon? Um, Ma'afuld explains that he was a gadol ador. Despite the fact Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon was a gadol ador, still this principle of halacha Rebbe holds in that case. <clears throat> so the Gemara answers, the reason why he needed to tell us in this case halacha is like Rebbe over Rebbe Yossi is because you got to have, you have another principle. And that other principle is as follows. Because here, is Rebbe and Rebbe Yossi. That's the first point. Because we have another principle that Rebbe Yossi and Chaverav, who's Halach alike, it's Rebbe Yossi. So therefore, we've got two principles here. Rebbe v'chaverav halachik Rebbe. And Rabbi Yossi b'chavrav halachik Rabbi Yossi. So the question is, you might think maybe this principle of Rabbi Yossi b'chavrav halachik Rabbi Yossi applies even in this case as well, in this machloket, the direct machloket between Rabbi and Rabbi Yossi. So that's why, you might think that, so in other words, in order to, t- to ensure that what, that in this case, that's not the case, if you like, the halacha is not like Rabbi Yossi against Rabbi. Uh, that's why we need to teach us that that in our in our debate between Rebbe and Rebbe Yossi, halachas Rebbe Yossi. Now, because you might have, it's a bit, um, let's say, you see in the first line of this table and the third line, Rebbe v'chavar v'chavar Rebbe, and Rebbe Yossi v'chavar v'chavar Rebbe Yossi, we don't know that necessarily what the halacha is. If it's Rebbe against Rebbe Yossi, that's why, again, um, the um, uh, Rebbe Yaakov bar-achas, bar and then Rebbe Yochanan, the halacha is like Rebbe and Achas. Okay. So let's now build out a few other principles of machlokot. So Rabbi Zirur says, said the Rabbi Yaakov bar Idi said b'shem Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Meir bar Rabbi Shimon halachik Rabbi Shimon. Okay. So if you go malchah Rabbi Meir Rabbi Shimon halachik Rabbi Shimon. First line. Then what? Rabbi Shimon bar Rabbi Yehuda. Who's halachah like halachik Rabbi Yehuda? Okay. So Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon halachik Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, by implication, if you've got a debate between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir, who's halachah going to be like? It's going to be like Rabbi Yehuda. Because again, it's A is A is greater than B and B is greater than C. Obviously, A is greater than C. That type of uh, idea, uh, if you like mathematical principle. Okay, now, not that we're talking about greatness here, but we're talking about the halachic uh, ruling, not to confuse matters. Then it says as follows. Rav Bar, sorry, Bar Yaakov Bar Idi, B'Shem Rabbi Yonatan, he says differently. He says, now here we skip the first line, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon. It says as follows, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda, who's halacha like? By the way, he's going to come to the same conclusion, but from a different direction. 
He says, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Huda, Halakha, Rabbi Huda. That's the first line over here. Then you've got what? You've got uh, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Huda, Halakha, Rabbi Huda. That should be Rabbi. I would just skip. Oh, sorry, I, missed, I, I did the same line again. So, uh, sorry again. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Huda, Halakha, Rabbi Huda. Sorry, I just skipped the line. Ve'en tzarich lomar, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda. Skip the word Rabbi Shimon. Halakha, Rabbi Huda. And he says, you don't have, it's, it's almost like, a, obviously, if it's a Malcha Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir, Halakha Zarka Rabbi Huda. So therefore, umina achma, so therefore here you can derive, if Rabbi Huda, if, if, it's a, if between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon, and he says, much more so in Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon, Halakha Zarka Rabbi Huda, that must mean that the what? If you're faced between achma mina, Rabbi Meir, the Rabbi Shimon, who's Halakha like? It should be like Rabbi Shimon. That should say Rabbi Shimon that. Okay, so in other words, again, it's, if, if, if because it says Kalvachomer, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Meir, Allah's Rabbi Huda, that means Rabbi Shimon is more of a, is more of a chiddush than Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Meir, Allah's Rabbi Shimon. Okay, that's, that's. how does this become kavua? That how do these kalim become kavua? Are they kavua? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, but these are principles. Um, that uh, the Rishami lay out for us. I'm, uh, I don't have an answer for you. Now, next case. Here it says v'im safek truma v'im safek truma v'echzov v'yitrom. I'll come back to this diagram soon, but I'll just leave it blank for the moment. Um, it says as follows: Ketzat hu'oseh. So what happens? We said in the case we took our, you did have rasha truma, and then you discovered later on that it had spoiled. That's the case in the Mishnah. And you're not sure if it's spoiled prior to designating as truma or after. So therefore, you're not sure if it was truma or not. Therefore, you have to take another truma. We said both of them are safek trumas. Um, uh, truma. Okay, so it says, What should you do? He gives both of these trumas to separate each of the subject truma. But the coin should pay him for one of them. Why? Because he's only drew one truma, but we've taken both. So therefore, the question is, how much does he have to pay? Is it to make dollar or to make tana? How much does he pay? Does he pay him for the bigger one or the smaller one? So, that which we learned, what? That which we learned, let's medama. I'm just going to turn this around. Um, the medama kishdehem. That which we said that actually, if you recall, that if they both fall or both is fake or truma, fall in suchulin, and we say that what medama kiktana shebishnehem, that we say that you need a hundred times which of the two to battle it. You have to have a hundred times the, at least the smaller one. Mashma what? That we say that the smaller of the two volumes is at least Vadei Truma, because that's the common denominator between the two. So Hadid the Amras, therefore, which one does the coin have to pay him for? Quite clearly, he has to pay him for the larger one, because with certainty, the smaller of the two amounts is definitely Truma, whether it's a big one or the smaller one. So therefore, he, the coin would have to pay him, if you like, for the larger one that he's getting. And I guess Hamotzima Hakabar Lavaraya regarding the Hefrach, we cannot do because it's a Safek. Okay? Now, next halacha, next uh, mission. Hashutafim Shetarmu Zeacharze. So you've got two business partners, and each of them did Hafrasha one after the other without the knowledge of the other. So they've done importantly Trumagdor. We say, Rabbi Akiva says, Trumach Nehem Truma, that they're both considered Truma. Now, what does it mean they're both considered Truma? What it means is, is that they're effectively both going to be. Um, a mixture of truma and chulin, meaning because I took without the knowledge of my partner, what I've taken, half of what I've taken is going to be truma because I can take that on my half 
And now the half is going to be Tevel, because I didn't have the right to do my friends. And same in the reverse. Um, I'll read Rabbi Chaim to make it clear. He says, Because the first Shutafa came along, only had a right to do on his. And not on his friends share. So that's why each of them, Reuven and Shimon, they did that frasha, that which have taken each of them would be truma, but only half of what they took is truma. We'll deal, we'll deal with exactly what the other half is going to be soon. But it sounds like it would be Tevel, no? But the Gemara will discuss it. Chachamim has said no. Chachamim says, no, the first of the Shutafim, he has a right to do Hafrasha for his friend. So the first one is Hafrasha, and the second one, the second uh, Shutaf that came along did Hafrasha. But Trumagdullah is, if you like, it's meaningless because it was by mistake. Rabbi Yossi says, no, it depends. If the first one did a, a proper Hafrasha, we'll explain what Kishur means in a moment. Then then the second one is not considered a hafrash. If you didn't do the, let's say, the right measure, trumat shnia trumat, then they both be trumat. Now, what does this mean? So Mara Fulder explains, what does it mean, kishiur? One understanding is if the first guy did a chad michamishim, one fiftieth, because if you recall, there's a there's a band in which one can do hafrash when they're forty and sixtieth. So if you did the benoni. That's when we say that what he's done is done, and the other guy, the other person, what he did is patot. If he, he varied from that, then, then that's maybe when we say that the shutaf wouldn't be happy with what he did, and therefore both of them, it's like, you can't do Afrasha for me, I'm doing Afrasha for me then, and that's why they'd both be a bit like Rebbe Kiva, chetzi chetzi. However, there's another understanding is what does it mean kishiur? We'll see this in the Gemara apparently, but um, he says is that that means if the second person is Afrasha to the same ratio exactly like the first person, then it's clear that the first person did it in the way that his uh, second person would have been happy. Because again, there's a band, 40th to 60th. There's quite a variation there. So if the first person did like a, a 55th, let's call it that, and, he, and his friend did a 55th, the second person, then we know that the fact that he didn't do a 50th, he did a 55th, um, is, okay, is okay because the second person did exactly the same thing. Okay. That, however, if there was a variation, then we say actually the Shutaf wasn't happy that he went out, went, went ahead and did it without his knowledge. Let's continue. However, then when, when, when we say there's a problem when the Shutaf did something, where they did it without each other's knowledge, that's Bashalod Diber. That's when they didn't communicate with one another. One just went off at his own accord near Afrasha. Aval Hishat, that even if it's not about Shutafim, even if it's talking about Bene Bait, Hishat Ben Beito or Abdo at Shuta or Shifchato. He allows his ben, ben Beito, a person of his household, Eberushivcha, Litrom, Litrom. In other words, he effectively makes them like a Shaliach. Then we say Trumata Truma, then it would work. Okay? How well, Bitel, if he's Mabatel the Shlichot, Im Ajlotaraam, if it was prior to the Hafrasha, the Shlichot was Mabatel, because Dibur can Mabatel Dibur, then we say Bitel, Bitel, sorry, Ain Trumata Truma, then what the person did was not. The Baalim, and therefore it's meaningless. However, if the person already did have Rasha the Shiliach, and then only after that the Baalim did the Vatal the then it's too late. Trumata Truma. Let's continue. When workers of a Balabite they don't have the right to go and do have Rasha. They can't do have Rasha for the Baalim. He were talking about workers that want that they um they they are working in a wine press. They're pressing the the grapes. So to to explain, when the grapes are picked from the tree, they're not going to be or vine, I should say, they're not going to be susceptible to tumba immediately. 
Okay, it's only once I come into contact with this one of the seven liquids. One of those seven liquids is wine. So as soon as you start pressing, that's when they're going to become susceptible to tumor. So therefore, it's the interests of the balabait that do hafrasha very soon, the, the workers in the wine press, so it doesn't make the wine tamer, the, the truma tamer. So let me explain. I'll read you Ramar Fulda because he goes into more detail like the Maparasha Mishnah. He says, Baalim, we're talking about the, where the, ba- the owners are Ame Haaretz. Okay? And they hired Poilim Chaverim. Because he hired workers of Chaverim because he wants to ensure that the trauma that he separates will be tar and he can give it to the coin. So Reshaim, those workers, they're allowed to lead Trum Achlohigia Baalim Bekat. They're allowed to have Russia prior to the, before the Baalim even arrive at the press. Because Vitmu and because the Balim who are my arets are gonna eat muata truma alidashi vitmu at a truma alidashi muata gat. And they're gonna make the because otherwise they'll make the truma tame. Demiyadsha huba druchot shtiva erev. As soon as the druchot, the people pressing the olives go shtiva erev, two di- both directions horizontally and vertically across the graves. Shuvena Balim nisarimiliga. Then the Balim aren't gonna be concerned, they're not gonna stay away from the gut anymore because I don't care if the remaining. Um, the remaining wine is Tameh. All they're concerned is the trauma does hafrasha batara. So therefore, they'll arrive. They say it's press, and they're going to walk back. They're just going to walk through the press because it's their press. Because they would think, as soon as they start pressing, they're going to mafish trauma straight away. Therefore, the bile in themselves, they're not going to be nizhar anymore when they walk into their press. So therefore, Look, he goes, in, goes, goes on further, but in a nutshell, therefore, it's as if these workers are doing it because it's in the interest of the Balim that Tafratra has done Trumagdola immediately in the context of this wine press. Okay, uh, let's continue. So now we, now we explain this. Now what the Gemara tries to do is understand the debate of these two Shutafim. What's the case of these, these two Shutafim? Man and Kaimim, what's the case? In the Mamachim. If they are memachim, now memachim, there are two ways to understand what this word is. One is memachim, meaning they seem to be makbid uh, on one another. Now, if you read it like that, you're going to have to change a number of words as we go along, which we're going to do. Then I'll explain it again like the Russian in a moment. It says, if they seem to be uh, objecting to one another's, uh, they seem makbid on one another, then afrabanan moder, even the chacham would agree that if each of them independently did have Russia, then, then each of them would be considered mixtures because they're each a makbid on one another. If, however, they've got a good relationship and we know that each are very happy with the other person doing things independently, then even Af Rebi Akiva, we have to change the word again, even Rebi Akiva would agree. Af Modi. Why? Because if they're happy with one another, it's almost like Shlichut. So therefore, the person who's Hafrasha is Hafrasha. So the Ella Kinan Kaimin, it must be Bestam. It must be in the case where we simply, it's a stun. We don't know if they're on good terms. We don't know. There's, there's no history of them resisting one another. So, Rebbe Kivo Mer Bestamam, we say, Stamam Memachim. Again, take with the Einam. The stum status is that the people, stum Shutafim, are happy with the other party going ahead and doing things independently. For Rabbanan Amrin Stamma, in general, we say Einam Memachim. As you can see, we changed a lot of words along the way. That's the way the gears of the Rambam, that's the way the Gra changes it, that's where Reb Chaim explains initially. However, what the Rush says, he keeps it without switching the Rabbana and the Rabbi Akiva the entire way. He keeps it very similar, but therefore he changes one word to make it make sense, the word Mamachin. So Mamachin is not necessarily talking about Mocher, meaning, um, meaning they might be to one another, but rather he says the word is, should be Mumchin, that they're experts. So therefore the whole thing flows as follows. 
If they're, if they're not mumchin, then Rabbanu would agree that they'd be makbid what each other are doing. If they're actually mumchin, the Rabbi Akiva would agree that they're quite happy that, you know, with my other friend doing the job, because I completely trust him what he's doing, but rather the stam status is, um, the question is stam status. Do we assume people are generally mumchin or not? And that seems to be um, the debate. But that's, again, another reading of the Sugya. Let's continue. Aldata Rabbi Akiva, Serishon. Now, here's a, here's a really interesting part of the shir. Uh, actually, it's all interesting, but uh, this, we need another chart. Um, let me show you. Okay. That's all. Aldata Rabbi Akiva. According to Rabbi Akiva, we say it's chetzi chetzi. So this is the first trauma that's separated on our chart. That's the second trauma that's separated. Aldata Rabbi Akiva, Serishon Chetzia. Let's change the word. Chetzia Truma. That's how you have to read it. So when he first is a hafrash, the first was the first shoot up that takes them out. What he took out is we said is chetzi truma. So that's that's why I've highlighted in yellow. It glows because he did his chelik, but the other chelik was his friends. He has no right to do so. Therefore, that chelik is now at this stage is tevel. That's why it's red. Okay. However, seashnia. This second shear that was removed, chetzia truma, half of it is truma because he had the right to make half of the truma. The chetzia, what's the second going to be? Tevel tfula, changes the word into lama asrot. Why? If you look at the chart, as soon as he did, as soon as the first person did, was mafresh truma, he was mafresh truma on his whole chelek. So his whole chelek is no longer tavula truma gdola, but it's tavula masrot. Tavula masrot means we still need masrish from chain taken out. So therefore, when the second person takes a clump in his hand and he says, I'm doing hafrasha, well, half of it's going to be truma for his chelek, and the half of it will be considered like the chelek of the first individual, which is, as we can see in the picture, is effectively only tavula masra. Okay? But that at least simply works for the second person. The first person, as we said, when he did it at the first instant, we say what he took out was half truma and half completely tevel, because nothing's been... There's been no hafrasha done by the second person yet, because he has not anything yet. That's why the second half is tevel, like you see in the picture. However, we say lot But look at the amazing question. The question is here: When this second person is hafrasha like this over here, in his hafrasha of truma, do we say when he was when he was mafish on his chelik? Is it only on the chelik that's still in front of him in the pile? Or does it also work on that chetzi tevel that's in the hands of the truma of the first person? Because if it did, then that would make that second chelik chelik also tevel under the master of the not a truma. You hear the question? So therefore, the Gemara asks. So it's a fascinating question because again, when the second person took it out, he says, "I'm I'm I'm on, I'm, on, I'm taking truma dollar for that which is in front of me." Like, you'd assume that's what he's doing. And the problem is, there's a drop left of his chelak that's in the hands of this person who did frasha before him, the other shooter. And that drop, that, 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 which is the chetzi, which is tevel. So does that work for that chetzi tevel as well? So the Gemara answers the question as follows. Brilliantly, it says, Nish hada. We can learn from this case. Ariston aiti pirei v'shargo saka v'taram. What happened was, Ariston, what happened? He had, he had uh, peirot. He emptied his bag what he thought was completely empty, and then didn't have Russia from Trumagdola on it. Then what he did is he looked in his bag and saw later that what, there was still some left. Now the question is, when I did, when he did Hafrasha Truma Gadola, did it cover the, 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 the small amount that was still left in the bag or not? Because Do we say again that the Hafrasha was done only for that which is in front of him? 
Or do we say, according with the case of Ariston, that his machshava was really to Hafrasha Trumagdola on everything he needed to do Hafrasha for? That would resolve our question. So Ata Uba Kamir Vyosi, Ba'amar Chazaka Ala Kultara. We say no. That we say we don't have to be choshesh that maybe there were certain areas that were stuck in the bag in that case. So therefore, the, the chazaka, minastam, someone is mafrish on everything that he needed to do hafrasha for. Meaning, in the case of Ariston, even that which was left in the bag they didn't know was still left in the bag. Um, so, so too, here, when, this, when the sheni does hafrasha, that chetzi, the, the, when he did hafrasha of truma, we say that it also covers that, that red chelek, if you like, the, the, the chelek just tevel, what was tevel in the first instance, the first shutaf took out, and that would make that only not tevel gamur anymore, but also tevel the master. Okay? So it covers everything, not just in front of it, everything that he was required to do, which was included that chetzi tevel in the hands of the first shutaf. Seder? Seder. Seems to me, according to that principle, if you say if these people are shutfin, so when the first shutaf is essentially makayem at least uh, in a minimal way the the truma truma gedola. Then the second shutaf shouldn't have to do anything. I, I, again, no, no. So uh, the, the, the issue is according to Rabbi Akiva, they're makbid. They're makbid on one another. So the person is only doing hafrasha on his chelik. Right, he doesn't have the right because he doesn't have the right to do on per, other person's other chelik. What does it mean? How, how does Shutfin have separate Chalakim? Well, if you, again, if we're dealing with, if, if you and me are business together, I have yeah. a 50% share in the, in the pile of wheat that we, we're doing business together with. Okay? So I've got a Chalak, you've got a Chalak. And, uh-huh. and they're, se- they're separate. If they're separate, then, the, then the, what the second does shouldn't affect the first at all. That's exactly the problem. That's exactly the problem. In other words, the only way it could affect, the only way one, one person can affect the others if he's a shaliach, because I can't marfish for your trauma. So it's exactly the problem. That's why, that's why Rabbi Akiva says, is, is when the person, if they do hafrasha one after another, the person does hafrasha initially, right? He tried to take trauma gadol for everything. Well, it didn't work. It only worked for his chalak. And that, that's why half of what he has in his hand is, is considered tevel, because only half of it worked to be trauma, because I only have the right to take trauma on my chalak. So the second, the second one also is uh, the second, the the other fifty. Exactly, that's why both of them are considered. Uh, that's why they're both considered chetzi truma chetzi. Well, here now we say tabula masra. Why does it change? Because uh, when the first person did his afrasha, he was uh, he he was effective for his entire chelik. So that's why when the second person took it, so it's like half mine, half yours. So half mine, half yours, but your chelik now is no longer tavula truma, tavula truma, it's only tavula masro. Could you say that again, please? Okay, so again, so in other words, sorry I'm not being clear. The, in other words, when the first person comes along... You're, being, you're being clear. Okay, uh, when the first person comes along to does hafrasha without knowledge or friends, he takes, truma, he takes truma for the for the entire amount. What we say is that what he has in his hand is really half his, half his friends, Okay. And therefore, what he has in his hands, half his, his friends, and he tried to do hafrasha for his, for, from, from the chetzi of his friends on his friends, but I can't, you don't have a right to do hafrasha. You're right. You don't, stuff. He can't do that because they're mafrasha. Correct, he can't. That's why I can't. But the, but the, half, the half of it, he can do because he can do it on his own chelek. Yes. 
That's why this ball in the first stage is half truma, half tevil. Half of it I had the right to do. Half of it belongs to my friend and I didn't have the right to do. So it's half truma, half tevil. That's stage number one. So, so they really are connected. They're not, they're not, they're not separate pieces then. If you and I are shutfin, but we yeah. are mafid at the same time, half of this is mine, half of this is yours, I shouldn't be able to affect yours at all. So that's why he's not. As you can see, he hasn't affected his at all. That's why when he takes that first amount, again, whose is whose? We haven't allocated whose is who. We didn't say your piles in the north and my piles in the south. Therefore, every, if I take a handful now, it's half yours, half mine. Okay, so when the, again, the Rishon takes the first, the first half, half, half is yours, half is mine. He said, I want to make this trim on everything. I can only, he, the first person, the first Shutaf says, is really only able to affect his chelek. That's why his chelek, that's why in his hand is half truma and half tether. Because that's, again, half truma for his half on the thing. But the other half, he wanted to make truma for his friend's chelek in the, in the remaining pile. Didn't work. It's half truma, half tether. Okay, that's stage one. Yeah. But is that clear, stage one? Uh, it, it's clear. Okay, good. Then stage two comes along, he tries to do the same thing. So really you'd say it should also be half truma, half tevel, right? Should be the same, yes. Yeah, but it's actually not exactly the same because after stage number one, when Reuven, let's call him Reuven to make it simple, when Reuven, when he said half of what Reuven took is, te- is, is, is truma on his chelek, that means... The 50% remaining doesn't need Truma Gdola separated because he's already separated the Truma Gdola from his chelek. So therefore, now what Shimon has got in his hand is half Truma, half something from Reuven's chelek. And Reuven's chelek doesn't need Truma Gdola separated, so what's called, it's now what's called Tavul Lamasra. That's why I colored it in blue. Meaning it doesn't need Truma Gdola separated, but it still needs Master Richard Master Shania separated. But his chelek should be should be should be tevel. Who's chelek? Shimon. The, 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 the second one who's being who's being mafrish truma. Yes. No. Now now but he, that's not a problem. He can be mafrish for his chelek. That's why half it is tevel the master. His chelek, but that means that his chelek should also be the what remains should be tevel of his chelek. No, no. So, so his his chelek now is on the left hand side. He, he's yeah. now saying, what I'm doing is I'm second truma, and that's effective for his chelek. So that's what he has in his hand. This is not the remaining pile, these circles. These are what the, the, these are what the individuals have in their hand when there's mafrish's truma. So therefore, half of it can work. He can separate truma for his chelek. That's why his chelek yeah. is half truma, and half really whatever status Reuven's is. And by this stage, Reuven's chelek is status what? Its status is tabula masra. Good. Seder? Yes, wonderful. And then the question was, just so just to make clear at the end of the Gemara, now that we've said Shimon comes along and it was a truma was effective, does that also, and meaning it's effective for his chelek, is it only his chelek in the pile that remains, or is it also his chelek that was sitting in the hand of Ruva that initially was Tevel? That's what the question is. And the Gemara concludes that it's effective even for the chelek in the hand of, hand of Ruva and that was Tevel, now it's also now considered Tevel the Master. Seder? Beautiful. All right, Colter, have a good show. Very good show. That was correct.